This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi ta'ala na'hamaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiru wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina may yahdihillahu falamudillala wa may yudlil falahadiyala وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد The noble companion Abdurrahman ibn Jubair He tells us of a truly amazing incident that took place with him and a group of sahaba that were with him around the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says a man came to them from the desert and he starts to describe the state of this man he says in this hadith innahu shaykhun kabirun harimun he describes him as being very old being weak being in a bad condition he's at the decline of life he's in a decrepit state he continues and he says wasakata hajibahu ala ayni this old man his eyes were sagged down from the weariness and dejection of life he continues and he says wa huwa mudaimun ala alasa This man is so weak he's leaning on a walking stick he can't walk without it and it's important we reflect over this description of this old man may Allah be pleased with him because unfortunately this is the state of many of our souls this is how our souls feel when we commit many sins and wrongdoings Rahman ibn Jubair he continues and he says he sees the group of sahaba around the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and with his weakness and his old age and leaning on this walking stick he brushes past every one of the companions up until he is face to face with the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this man is so overwhelmed and he is in need of help and guidance to the 
to the state that he does not even greet the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He does not care that this is a public affair now. He gets face to face with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and ask yourself if that was you in this situation. You had one chance to ask the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam for one thing. What would that guidance be? This man said to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Imagine if there was a man, amila dhunuba kullaha. He has committed every form of sin and wrongdoing. Lam yatruk dajatan wala haja illa ataha. Imagine this man; he has not left any sin, not major, not minor, except he has committed it. He continues." لو قسمت خطيئته على الأهل الأرض لأوبقتهم. If this man's sins and transgressions and wrongdoings, if they were spread across every person on this planet, the sins would destroy them all. Subhanallah. Then he asks his question, a very simple yet powerful question. Allahu min tawba. Does this man have any chance of being forgiven? What is he really asking? He's asking, can I be saved? Is there any chance for my salvation? On my side, there are many sins and many transgressions. But what is lying on the other side of the equation? How is Allah going to deal with me? This man is clearly troubled by his sins and the state that his soul is in. He's showing his need to be saved. He's an old man, life full of regret, life full of trouble. And many of us can relate to the state of this man. Many of us are too tired from the quagmire of sins, this toxic cycle that many of us are living in. Feeling like we are stuck, feeling like we are being held down, being sick and tired of wandering along heedlessly in this dunya, and this, my brothers and sisters, is the nature of sins. They cause us trouble, and regret, and sorrow, and misery. And the nature of Allah's obedience is that it brings us happiness and blessings. And contentment in this life. What does the Prophet ﷺ answer and respond to this man? He says, "Fahel aslamta." Have you accepted Islam? Notice the miracles of the wording of the Prophet ﷺ. He does not say to him, "Are you a Muslim?" He does not say to him, "Do you have a Muslim name? Were you raised in a Muslim family?" Do you have a Muslim heritage or culture? He says, "Fahal Aslam, have you accepted Islam?" The man says, "Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu annaka Rasulullah." He accepts Islam. He says, "I accept and I acknowledge and I bear testimony that only Allah deserves to be worshipped in existence." 
and that you, O Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, are his prophet and messenger. The Prophet sallam continues to advise this man, and he says, "Taf alul khairat, do good deeds, watatrukusayyat, and leave off your sins immediately. If you do so, Allah will change your bad deeds." Into your good, into good deeds. This man is amazed at this, and he says, "What about my major sins and my major transgressions?" The Prophet ﷺ he said, "Even your major sins, and even your major transgressions, Allah will forgive you and turn them into good deeds." The Rahman ibn Jubair, the companion narrating this hadith, he says, "This man." Is now full of life, and he says, "Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar," and he repeats it up until he walks away from the group of Sahaba, and he's out of sight. Subhanallah, he comes to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he is defeated at the end of his life, can barely stand upright, and this is a reflection of many of our souls. In a decrepit state, unfortunately. But once he finds revelation and the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ, he is excited. He has found a new purpose in life. He is invigorated, and he walks away with this energy. The guidance that he has found is more valuable to him than anything in this dunya. Is more valuable than anything in this dunya. Allah tells us about the nature of His mercy in the Quran. قُلْ يَا إِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا أَلَى أَنفُسِهِمْ Tell my servants that have wronged themselves and transgressed against their own souls. لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Do not despair in Allah's mercy. Do not lose hope in Allah's mercy. إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا because Allah forgives every form and type of sin. Innahu huwal ghafoorur rahim. Because Allah, He is the most forgiving, the most merciful. So never think that your sin is greater than Allah's mercy. Because that is a trick of the shaitan. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfira li wa lakum wa isal muslimin fastaghfiruh. Allah tells us in the Quran, O you who believe, respond to Allah when His guidance comes to you. Respond to Allah and His Messenger when they are calling you to that which is going to give you a true meaning to life. When this man came to the Prophet he was advised with four things. The first thing was, have you accepted Allah? Have you accepted His rights over you? The importance of His worship and servitude. Have you understood the blessings and the happiness you are going to gain when you worship Allah? Have you understood how He is going to make a way out for every difficulty you are facing when you prioritize his worship. The second thing 
was have you accepted the Prophet ﷺ as your ultimate role model and guide? A standard that you carry yourself to. Every difficulty, any hardship, any situation in life you are going through. The standard that you have is Muhammad Rasulullah That's what you hold yourself accountable to, his guidance. The third thing the Prophet told this man, do good deeds. He did not say, this time next month we're going to be in Ramadan. He did not say we are in the blessed month of Sha'ban. He did not say wait until next Hajj, next Ramadan, next month, next week, or wait until tomorrow. Because the reality is there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Do good deeds now. The fourth thing the Prophet ﷺ advised this man with was leave off your sins. Leave them off now. You leave something for Allah's sake and you see how Allah is going to replace that with something a million times better. These were the four things that gave this man life, that changed this man's life. He was with the Prophet ﷺ for a number of moments. And he was in a difficult situation. And these four pieces of advice changed this man's life. May Allah change our lives through the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ also. May Allah have mercy upon us and forgive us for our sins. We ask Allah to guide us to we ask Allah to guide us to his straight path. Allah beautify your deen to us, the love of your worship to us, and save us from anything that's going to deter us and take us away from your worship. Oh Allah, let us see this Ramadan coming. Let us be from those that make the most of this month, those that attain your forgiveness and are freed from the fire of hell. Now let this Ramadan be the best one that we see, where we change our lives to get closer to you. Allah have mercy upon our parents who have passed away and preserve those that are living. Allah favor us and honor us to be the blessings in the parents' lives. Allah have mercy upon all of our ummah, in particularly those who are suffering. Allah ease the affairs of the people in Turkey and Syria. Allah cure their sick. Allah cure their wounded, aid those that are in need and have mercy upon the deceased. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اقيموا الصلاه this recording was produced by green lane masjid for more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org